0: progressive is proud to
1: honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their keys to progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com.
2: Hi, it's Jamie Progressive's Number one, number two employee, leave a message at the Hey Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Matt harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year!
3: Sorry, is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state
1: law. Hit it. Alright, no YouTubes! No YouTubes.
4: Raiders!
1: Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Look
4: left, look right, but go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame.
5: When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted,
4: piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory.
5: I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win.
6: What is up Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph coming to you live from Murph dining room (laughs) we uh we uh we suffered a a computer malfunction earlier this week as the uh the lord has brought the lightning uncle mosh the past couple (sighs) weeks here where we live in middle tennessee and uh the, the power has flickered in my house about eight hundred times, and and uh, I I think it zapped the old motherboard on the big rig that runs our show. Yeah, and that we normally broadcast live to the YouTubes and all that stuff. So I had to take it in to get it fixed, and so here we are doing an audio only podcast. We're going old school.
1: This is old school. This is like, man, I feel like we should be driving to a casino somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? This is like a, This is like a road tripper or something. I know, man. This is great. So and this- and, and this was the one week. I wore just the captain. You did wear just the just caft- the captain. It's it's
6: a good thing that I've only got a a, a waist up shot of
1: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Because yeah, it's only the captain. <laughs> of course, since we're in the dining room, I'm hidden behind a box and a half of ravioli. So <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Well, you can't be in this room without food.
6: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we're here in, in Murph's dining room because it just happens to work out best. Uh, not in the fan cave. It's better for us down here uh, to set up the laptops and the portable microphones. And so so here you go. So here's we got the... Uh, it's kind of a remote. It's kind
1: of a remote. It's kind of fun. It's, it's different. We're doing a downstairs remote. A downstairs remote. Yeah, that meant a whole something completely <laughs> different back in the 70s. <laughs> in the glory days. Was, yeah.
6: So if you haven't if you haven't figured it out by now, that's the one and only Uncle Mosh, the uh, the co pilot here on Raiders Fan Radio, and My I'm good. your Thank host you, Murph. And uh, we thank you for joining us here for episode number 136 of the show. And, uh, yeah, so this will be interesting. Um, one of the, our favorite things about our show nowadays is when we do it live, we have the chat room. We have the chat room to kind of bounce off of. And uh, they're always so funny. Sure, sure. Our, our brain trust a lot of times. So, nope, no no, uh, no chat room. So, it's just you and me. So, normally
1: at this time, we'd say, okay, who's in the chat? Let's yeah. see. We got Full Metal Mexican. We got, uh, oh, Ron's here. Ron's here. Oh, thinking. hey, Ron. Capo's yeah. late. Capo's always but, late. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. always late. Yeah.
6: yeah. He's busy trying to figure out ways to not recognize Jeff.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Swags over there begging for free stuff. <laughs> yeah. Which 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 we think might have been the reason behind the whole mix up, the whole thing with the motherboard. The swag oh, begs. How,
6: f- how funny was that?
1: That was great. Did he write that? He wrote that. Oh my yeah, gosh. Of course so we're like Lennon and McCartney you know everything that comes out of the fan cave is, oh yeah you know yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so we take credit for that oh heck yeah,
6: heck yeah. Well, i gave him the idea well, i said here's yeah. an idea you could use for the story and the
1: punchline was the powdered donuts which that was, was my best. story oh, so hey my there it is so funny so funny
6: um so, uh, so episode number one thirty six here tonight uh, on Raiders Fan Radio. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Of course, we're gonna talk about Hard Knocks. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Oh, how much fun gosh. is that? Hard Knocks was the best. Oh. That was the absolute best. So we're really excited to uh, to talk to you all about Hard Knocks and uh, and uh, talk a lot about what's going on with the Raiders, what's going on with training camp, and uh, and uh, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about um, sadly the passing of uh, of Cliff Branch. Uh, but anyway, so to get us started off with tonight. Uh, Please uh, don't forget to support our show in a a multitude of ways. And we appreciate every one of you that does this each and every week. Uh, The best way to support our show is to subscribe to it. So you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere that you find your uh, podcasts. Uh, You can find us, just search for Murph's Fan Cave, and you'll get this show, which is the flagship show of the network, Raiders Fan Radio, and then it will also get you Mondays with Mikey and Murph, the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead, Chuck, and Fitz, uh, sometimes Potts, and then it will also get you uh, Tales from the Nation. And uh, real quick, before I forget, too, I want to give those guys a little bit of a plug. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing Mosh, Chuck, in the next couple weeks, uh, maybe even as soon as next week. And Chuck's great, man. Chuck, for those of you that don't know, the guy that's the president of the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole. Uh, uh, my, go,
1: my father cha- mother chapter, father chapter, yeah. 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 My home Which, chapter. Well, we're going to
6: get to that, too, by the way, right. about something you got in the mail today. Um, but something about Chuck, and he's also a longtime musician. Like he, Chuck's got a really cool story. and sure. uh, And a really cool story about, about being a Raider fan. So, anyways, we're going to have him on. Uh, and while we have them on, we want to promote their ticket sales for what they're doing up there, and, and even before the interview, I just want to float it out there. If you're going to the game against the Jets, if you're going to New Jersey, you're not going to New York, you're going to New Jersey to watch the Raiders play at the Jets this year, the Black Hole has a ticket sale going on, 65 bucks. there's no additional fees, it's $65 flat, and you get to go and sit up there with Chuck and the guys from the New Jersey chapter, of the Black Hole, plus... A lot of the other black hole chapters plus the pillaging podcast guys and all kinds of people are coming into town for that game so so hit chuck up uh it's it's all over their social media
1: 65 bucks and you get to go sit with all these you can't beat that 65 bucks is nothing and with all the stuff that you get...
6: Yeah, you get, and you get access to the Black Hole tailgate, which is legit,
1: and it doesn't cost oh anything. Oh, my gosh. And that's good. 65 bucks is like three beers at the new Raiders Stadium.
6: <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, Six- absolutely. God, yeah, man. what a deal. So anyway, so want to uh, promote those guys. So definitely reach out. Before I move on to the rest of the stuff, the ways that people can support us, though, Mosh, tell us what you got today, speaking of the Black Hole
1: in the Oh, man. man. So today, uh, of course, it stuff comes... It's always a surprise when I get here and I get mail at your house, so I love that, you know, at at at, uh, at the home of the cave. So I got an envelope and it's from it's from. I look at the, the return address before I open it, and it's from San Leandro, California, right? And it's got it's got the black hole logo. on Oh, and I'm like, what? And I open it up and it's a it's a pretty good oversized card, you know, like a if you took a, an eleven and a half by by. Fourteen piece of paper and folded it over, and then oh, it's got the big logo on the front. And inside of that, inside of that, um, I've got my official card, my official card that says that says Black Hole Member One Six Five Nine. And then right on the bottom of it, Uncle Mosh. Turn it over and it says the Black Hole. Football's most notorious fans. Acceptance of this card constitutes agreement to the terms of membership available at official member. And then it gives the, the logo uh, www.blackholefans.com. It's it's a credit card, basically. Wow! And, how cool and, is that? Uh, and of course, I I put it in. You know, I put it in a place of honor in my wallet, right <laughs> over my handgun carry <laughs> permit. Yeah, yeah. I'm Love like, it. oh my gosh! So I can like flip this out. Oh, yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah. excuse me black hole member black hole member
6: yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Oh. you got your identification as
1: a matter of oh fact gosh, yeah. I do. i'll be trying black to get hole. into high school football games <laughs> showing this <laughs> i'm sorry i'm with the black hole I'm with the black hole <laughs>
6: that's awesome so for those of you that don't know uncle mosh is an honorary member of the new jersey chapter of the black hole but you are an official member of the uh, of the black hole of the proper. black hole yeah the black hole proper and we're going to get to see all those folks uh oh my gosh, on november 3rd so when we go out there in oakland it's going to be fantastic so um so back to ways to support us so we've uh been doing a fundraiser for quite a while here at Raiders fan radio we're raising money for the Bolitnikoff Foundation uh, any of the money that we raise is going to help fund Tracy's place of Hope which offers rehabilitative services for uh, young women who are uh, in danger of domestic situations or substance abuse and so we are supporting those folks with all the money. That we get from selling T-shirts and Mosh, I just sent out three more shirts yesterday. Well, I got an order for three more, getting ready to go oh, out, man. man. They're coming in. Uh, we got big boy sizes. We got everywhere from medium uh, all the way up to to four uh, X. Four X, yeah. We're out of larges, so if wow. you're a large, if you're a large, then you got to You got to get, get into an extra large, an and, extra large. It. and it's they actually run a little bit small, and so an extra large should fit you if you're a large. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the orders are, are flowing in, so we appreciate everybody doing that. And 100% of that money is going to Boletnikoff, where we are going to present them with a check uh, in November, on November 1st, at their annual Crab Fest. And the big, we're, like, the we're, the,
1: we're the only ones that we know of that, that have stuff for sale, that 100% of our proceeds, we, we pay our bill, and then everything else, every other penny goes right into the kitty. Absolutely. Absolutely, you know, it's, it's not.
6: Just, it's, 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 it's obviously not paying for a new computer for Merce fan <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. So, uh, no, we do this uh, this show and and all of the the cost involved with it, from the, the the production to the hosting and all that stuff, is completely on our own dime, and that's okay with us because yeah, we do this because we, we love it. And, and it's not to begrudge anybody else that uh, chooses to try to monetize what they're doing and generate revenue, but uh, we're just thankfully uh, in a position where uh, we're able to give it away. Yeah, so that's what yeah, we're gonna and do. we want. Yeah to do that we want to do that so um buy a shirt uh, shirt buy a shirt go to raidersfanarito.com slash t-shirts and uh, and buy a shirt there and help us uh support the bulletnikoff foundation all right and one last thing i want to hit is uh our social media we hired a social media director which actually ends up costing him money because we charge him for t-shirts yes yes. and that is swag jeff and he's done a phenomenal job with our social media he runs our facebook page our instagram our our twitter he does it all from uh uh, for the most part from his phone and the guy does it from his phone which is insane like all the edits all the everything the memes he does it all and he's killing it, man. So we got like 1,500 people following us on our, on our Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, check us out. It's Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, if you're on the, uh, the Facebook, like a lot of anybody that's over 30 is, um, then, 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 uh, then check us out. It's at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. But you could just search Raiders Fan Radio. There's also a Merce Fan Cave Facebook, and then, of course, we're on Twitter, Raiders Fan Radio, at, at Raiders Fan Radio on Twitter, and then I'm on there, you're on there, and whatever, but support the show, first and foremost, and that's where we have the biggest following okay, is on the show so stuff. But
1: I got to tell a story on swag. Okay, please. So, 2005, I got him in class, right? He's right. junior, senior, I can't remember what it was, and the kid was on his phone constantly, Constantly. Is this was,
6: pre-smartphone? This or? is
1: pre-smartphone. This is when I had my flip phone, my waterproof flip phone. And I love that flip phone because I could st- I could go, hey, call oh, me. I remember that. Remember, yeah, and yeah, you'd yeah, call yeah, me yeah. and I'd drop it you'd in drop my drop it beer. in water. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, man, it was, it was so cool. So I'm like, dude, I mean, he, he was teaching me how to T9. That was texting. Oh, my gosh. yeah, That's yeah, how long ago three was. Three times. Yeah. And-, and it would pop up with the words or the what letters. What was it, or- the O? I don't remember what you had it had to hit the four times to get to the O. I I never figured it out. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm like, I would get on him. And, and so he came in one day, and he was, he was moping. And he's a great moper, you know? So he was oh, moping. And I'm like, what are you moping about? And he's like, man, I got in trouble. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I used all the data. I said, you used all the data? And he goes, yeah, for the whole family. Oh, and I this go, is, but
6: there was like two gigs for the family back
1: then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I go, why? And he goes, Ah, oh, I've been averaging 350 texts a day. Oh my God. I said, What? And he goes, Yeah. He goes, watch this. And he and he goes, give me your phone. So I hand him my phone and he goes, hey, Casey. Casey was his buddy. He goes, come over here. And he sticks my phone in his like his hoodie, right, pocket, and he starts texting Casey <laughs> in the blind. And Casey's phone rings, and I'm like, what? And it's like oh uh, tell salty i got his phone and i'm like
4: what
1: yeah i couldn't oh my believe gosh. it yeah he's a pro he's the he's amazing on this oh day my gosh, yeah he's funny perfect as social media absolutely yeah. so you
6: give him an iphone and now next thing you know man he's killing it on our social i so, know right uh, so so good job there swago we appreciate you and i uh, appreciate all of you that support us by following us on social media and uh and, and checking us out so all right uh, Mosh, we got a couple contests going on. We got so much stuff going on. Okay, uh, tell us about it. Okay, well, we're doing a, a, a nickname contest. We still are gonna we're gonna bracket this thing up. I'll probably do it in the next week or so. We've gotten so many submissions. We're gonna narrow it down to eight. We're gonna bracket it off, and then whoever submits the best nickname for the current crop of Raiders, we're gonna send you a free Raiders Fan Radio T-shirt. But it's not a large. But it's definitely not a large. <laughs> it might be a medium or a 4X, but you're going to yeah. get a free shirt. Um, and, then, uh, and then the other thing on our video, the last RFR is tripping video that you and I did on our way to the casino. Right. Uh, we also floated it out there that if you watch that video, so go to our YouTube, YouTube.com slash Merce Oh, I hit it. I always mess that Good one up. Good job. YouTube.com slash and subscribe to the channel. Like that video, and then comment on it, and we're going to pick two people at random, and we're going to send you also a Double medium t-shirt for free. Uh, so for our, uh, so the, those of you that uh, that haven't bought one yet, you got a chance to win one. All right. Is that all we got? Is that all the, what do they call that, housekeeping mash?
1: That was housekeeping. Uh, and you know what's amazing is the reason you got through that is because we've switched jobs tonight. I know, huh? I'm hitting the dang <laughs> button. You're doing sound
6: effects. How funny. So, yeah, so the way it happens to work out is that my laptop... I have to record the show on. Right. Your laptop has to run all of the audio for the show right, tonight. Right. But the drops that we normally have, I have that all in front of me. So we've got a little bit of a role reversal going I on. I know, here. right?
1: Do you know which buttons to hit over there? I'm, I'm looking. I'm kind of
6: studying it <laughs> now. Uh-huh. I the, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I definitely know that the contact info is this
7: one.
1: fan radio also don't forget the Instagram at Raiders fan radio or what about our website that's right Raiders fan dot com heck if you wanted to you if you wanted to if you want to you can even email us show at Raiders dot com or call us on the Raiders fan radio hotline 909 345 3346 that's 909 345 3346 don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube, where you can get all the show links, like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, Uncle Mosh.
6: I mentioned Swag being our social media director. Another thing that Jeff's been doing for us on the show is that we like to take our episode number and we like to tie it back to something significant amongst Raider Nation, or at least the history of the team. And so this week, we are on episode number 136. Can you believe that, by the way? It's crazy. 136 times we've it done this It seems like
1: just yesterday, we were doing Otis Sistrunk number six. I know, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and so here we are at, uh, at
6: 136. Do you want to take this one? You want to tell it? No, go ahead. Okay, so um, one of my favorite players. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely, in the history of the team, was Lewis Murphy. Because if you haven't put it together yet, I'm Murph because yeah. my name is Murphy.
1: So uh, Lewis, and Lewis was your your uncle Brus. That was that was and, and his dad, my dad, your grandfather was Robert Lewis. Robert Lewis, yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like both family names. And Sonny, our other co-host, was Sonny Lewis. Sonny Lewis, yeah. So it's like a perfect blend of yeah. both family
6: names. So. I love Lewis Murphy as a player, um, and his. I still, Mosh. I told Swago the other day, I'm kicking myself in the ass still to this day. With the year, one of the years that he played for the Raiders was the year that they did the AFL 75 year anniversary jerseys, and they were the white jerseys with the silver numbers and the black outline. Oh, line, nice! And they had the big AFL patch on it, the anniversary patch, right, right, and then Murphy on the back, number 18. And I didn't buy a jersey back then. I should have dang bought it. You and- had rent. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah, was It was, it was you yeah, yeah. the lights stay on. I think I know. had a
6: fresh baby at the time. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, man, that... And so we actually found one that was it was too big. It was a triple X. Oh, gosh. Um, but if I ever find one again, man, I'm pulling the trigger on it. But anyway, so love Lewis Murphy. Love that look. Love that jersey. Uh, and he had some fantastic plays as a Raider. Well, he also had some fantastic um, or at least a few rushing attempts. Right, right. So he had 13 rushing attempts, and one of them went for a touchdown. So 13 and 6. So 136. Good 100%. job, Swag. Yeah,
1: 136. Wow, it was a little bit of a stretch. Yeah.
4: But we don't uh, we don't talk
1: enough about Lewis Murphy around here. So yeah, next week it'll be one thirty seven, and we'll find something else because they converted the extra point.
4: So (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Well, he says
6: Jeff says he's got a great one for one thirty seven. Okay, we'll look look forward to one thirty seven. But yeah, you're right. It was a good opportunity to talk about about Lewis Murphy. So that's fun. All right. So speaking of wide receivers, okay. Here on the show, Mosh, as you know, and I'm sure many of you listening, we don't do shout-outs, we don't do props, we do respect. Uh, nothing wrong with those other two things, but we choose to do a little bit of respect. Um, we come from an Italian background, and Italians, we we show respect. Um, you know, it's always tough, and we've done other players that we've recently lost in this respect sure. segment before. Um, this was a tough one, because this is one of the all, and it, they're all tough, but... In the in the terms in the, or in the uh, the scheme of impact on the field, even off the field, frankly, as as being a raider, Cliff Branch was on the short list. He there, was
1: a, he, he's made Mount Rushmore on more than one person's absolutely. Mountain. Absolutely, you know? we're talking
6: three-time Super Bowl champion, and I and I'm gonna let you because you did some great research on on a lot of Cliff's stats, but but we want to give respect to Cliff, and then, and that's the only person we're giving respect to tonight. We wanna we wanna do a proper tribute to Cliff. We've got some audio we're gonna play for you. Um, do you want to jump into any of the numbers now before <laughs> we get into that, Mosh, and kind of talk about I what think, Cliff's importance was to the I team? I think
1: I'm gonna wait. Uh, we got a couple of them here because we got we got one audio that's got a case for Cliff. In okay. a minute here, and I think I want to compare him to somebody who's in the Hall of Fame. Okay, and go side by side with their with their numbers and okay. show that. I mean, for crying out loud, you, 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 We'll just wait. Okay, I, I, right. I got a good case for. Cliff. Well,
6: let's start off with we kind of we're going to kind of go in a little bit of a I don't know of an order here. Um, first off, Cliff's impact to the games, especially in the big games was immeasurable. I mean, he made some of the biggest plays in the biggest games, including Super Bowl XV. Mosh has got some audio for you on that. And the thing that I want, my big takeaway from this moment, and this was kind of the one that stood out to me. I mean, we could sit here all night and play Cliff Branch Highlights. The reason that I chose this one was because the Raiders back then, and and even as as we got on a couple years after into Black Sunday, it was all about grit and it was you know it was hitting and it was toughness and it was yeah, it was yeah. just tenacity yeah, yeah yeah and so but cliff in this game he was smooth it was finesse it was it was i'm even getting chills talking about it. it was he was amazing and and in this play uh Plunkett throws a deep pass and he's blanketed in coverage and makes just one little move and hops up while the defender goes flying by him and he makes this nice little move and catch and just kind of walks into the end zone and it's just It's so smooth. It's so money. Uh, Let's listen to the audio. And if you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it.
8: Unsure of just what he would do next, Plunkett did what he planned to do all along. Once more, Oakland's pass protection was magnificent. But it was an adjustment to the ball by wide receiver Cliff Branch against Philadelphia's rookie cornerback, Roynell Young, that produced the touchdown. the Raiders were not hammering the Eagles into surrender. They were doing it with finesse and flair, the same style that had brought them to this Super Bowl.
6: All right, there we go. Jeez. So it, it's, you know, here the other reason I picked that too, Mosh, is because of John Facenda. Thank- John Facenda. Yeah, he's yeah. dead to me.
9: Oh, just oh
1: my just gosh! kidding. Oh my gosh, that was rough. <laughs> I have to tell them to
6: cut that. Jeez, think about the the the, the uh, him and Morgan Freeman being the voice of
1: God there, man. You, uh, you I, hammer I, down on uh, oh Smith? what I heard a good one about uh, anyway. I forgot about that anyway.
4: <laughs> Golly. <laughs> that's
1: pretty funny though i was funny. Okay. i was just being silly
6: okay all right so um you know one of the things about cliff mosh is that he was so humble he was humble all throughout his career absolutely and, and uh and, and, and even post career and uh recently and i'm sorry i don't have the sites for who these different audio sources are he's been all over different podcasts and different interviews oh, sure, over the years sure. and so i just went and kind of pulled a lot of this stuff so all credit to other people this isn't stuff that we generated this is stuff that i i i went and resourced from other places but um this is cliff kind of talking about why they the raiders were so good back then
8: and the raiders passing game was unbelievable because you know we had to la Monica and we had bland and then mm-hmm. then kenny took over and then i i got to start and then in my first year in 74 uh, that i end up starting i make all pro i was the best wide receiver in the league so and and the whole cute thing about that 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 those era and that team was that that Hall of Fame offensive line because you know I was playing with these offensive line with the the best in the business who turned out later to be Hall of Famers so I you know you know start so with Jim Otto and, and Art Shell and then you know Gene Upshaw and then, and then and then you start out played three years with Bob Boone Brown. Who was a mm-hmm. Hall of Famer? Yep. Before John Villa took over, and then Raymond Chester. So we had we had the Great Wall in Oakland, and that was that offensive line man. And you know, Kenny Kenny Stable can stand be in the, he could be in the pocket all day long, and get didn't get touched because he could hold the ball for seven seconds. And then <laughs> while we running our route our deep, fifteen to twenty yard pattern, became Kenny stink because Kenny Stable didn't get any pressure. And then that was the whole key, a lot of success because of the great office line that we
1: had. You know, you you uh, you did a, a great interview last week uh, with Pete Koch. Oh yeah, and he talks you. about the great Jim Otto. Yeah, you know, and that if 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 Nation, if you haven't heard that, you need to go back and That's listen cool. to that yeah. just for that. When he talks about meeting all the, he talks about Coach Flores. Yes, you know, and, very and, and reverent. He, oh my gosh, you know, and and uh, Pete. Of course, he's uh, Pete. Oh, by the way, speaking of Pete, Koch, okay, what? Murph, what pizza made man. Oh, that was his third call last week. Oh, my gosh. I totally whiffed on that. You totally whiffed on that because I miss
6: everybody now. So now all how many th-
1: people? I think there's more people I've missed on their third call. Than so now me. all those guys that that you've whiffed on are now in great company because they're with the great Pete
4: <laughs> That's true.
1: Right? Absolutely. They're in the, they're in the same category as Swede. Oh, my gosh. Good
6: call, Mike. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, Pete's fantastic, man. He's he's so good, and, and uh, we were so glad to have him on the show. And, and, yeah, I mean, very reverent about those those classic Raiders. And, again, the ones that, that, that Cliff is mentioning there. And, you know what, I always loved – you know, he says there how Snake had seven seconds to throw. Oh. And I love upshot. at one point. Um, he was like, well, I used to tell Snake, I used to turn around and go, hey, Snake, wiggle around back there or something, man. Act like it.
1: Because he was just so well protected. It was absolutely amazing. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this later. But when you, and, and I'll give you the exact numbers because uh, I have them here in front of me. But his average catches, 17.1 yards. Oh. He, had, he could go he could zigzag east and west, <laughs> trying to go north and south. He had
6: 17.1 yards. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? That's, that's nuts. I, it's, well, you're going to get into it. Yeah. I'm not going to build on it. Hey, speaking of that, speaking on the case for Cliff, uh, that's what we're calling this. sure This, again, I apologize. I'm not sure where this came from, but this is an, an amazing rundown of the case for Cliff being in the Hall of Fame. And what makes it so amazing, Mosh, is that – it's not just Jim Plunkett. It's not just, you know, d- different peers of his that were on the Raiders. This is Ditka. This is oh, like yeah, Mel yeah. Blunt, this Hall of Fame cornerback for the freaking Steelers, a guy that had to cover Cliff all the time. Like, this is some amazing talent that's assembled in, this, in, these, in these audio clips here. And let's go ahead and get to that, to the case for Cliff.
9: <laughs> the guy was just a nightmare to cover He said it verbally, you're not going to cover me. If that guy was playing
5: today, he would blow the top off the record book. You either have it or you don't have it. Well, Cliff had it. When he came on the field, people were totally scared of him.
8: He's a Hall of Famer,
9: period.
4: Deep to the end zone to Branch. Here's caught by Branch. Touchdown, Raiders! Cliff Branch running a toe-dancing. Up pattern down the right sideline. Touchdown, Raiders!
1: There's a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame, including myself, and the
4: way Cliff played overshadows a lot of us.
5: That's why he belongs in the conversation with the rest of the guys.
4: Art Monk, Lynn Swann, Steve Largen, John Stallworth, no one had what Cliff had. Throwing a deep bomb, going to Branch against Libers, Libers knocks it down, Branch catches it! Touchdown Raiders!
5: When you were in front of him, there was fear there. I always gave him 13 yards of cushion, and even that wasn't enough.
9: You had the game plan for number 21, because if you didn't, you were going to go home a loser. He made defenses
5: change what they wanted to do.
8: Branch came out of the slot, made a move to the inside, and turned
4: out, forcing Haynes to pick him up.
5: They call it creating space, changing
1: the dimension of the defense. They can't come out and put you know eight people on the line, because then all of a sudden you're man-to-man, and they didn't like that man-to-man against him cliff. No matter how great a defense you are, there are going to be holes. There are going to be gaps
4: in your defense. He's
5: the man that scares you when he leaves the line of scrimmage. would love to see this kind of pattern.
4: It's almost impossible to stop. And that gave me other opportunities to, when they were double covering him, go to the other receivers. So he really opened up the field just being cliff.
9: He was going against our best guy. He could light it up from anywhere on the field. He...
4: Changed the game
9: in the way the game is played as wide receiver. People start going out and looking for speed and looking for guys like Jeff Branch. Going
4: for Branch! Hey! Oh, and what a spectacular catch! What he contributed to the Oakland Raiders was unbelievable. He's been in so many playoff games, Super Bowls. The stage never got too big for him.
8: Going deep to Branch up the left side. Head and head battle.
5: There's a guy that can play during the regular season, then there are guys who understand how to take it up and rise up to another
9: level because we're not playing for a regular season game, we're playing for the diamonds.
4: Friends catches it, touchdown Raiders, holy Toledo! He
9: understood this is what we're playing for. That's what great players are all about, they rise to the occasion and they separate themselves from the pack.
4: Back is Plunkett. Time to throw. Deep to the end zone to Branch. It is caught by Branch. Touchdown Raiders. Cliff Branch, a second touchdown catch of the day.
7: Here's Plunkett. Going deep
4: with
2: Branch.
4: Good have him. Does have him for a touchdown. He was a game-breaker,
5: big playmaker in the biggest games. I mean, that screams out awful.
9: Be a Hall of Famer is that you've made a contribution to the game and you've helped take the game to another level. His resume
4: is right there with some of the best. That is a fact. But Cliff,
5: no question, he had a Hall of Fame career.
4: He deserves to be in, Stop
5: right there. I don't want to hear about all these things, this and that. He didn't do this and didn't do that. He is a Hall of
6: Gosh, that's pretty strong, isn't it?
1: You know, it, it kills me when they go uh, that, that that last little little bit right there where he says, "Ah, oh, he deserves to be in." Don't don't give me this. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. What didn't he do? What didn't he do? Yeah. What more could he have done? Lynn Swan, who I I hate him. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I hate him. I hate yeah. him. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry, swanee Now to swanee and his turtleneck on the sidelines. Oh my I hate gosh. him. Yeah. Okay. But swanee's in <laughs> Swannee's in, in in the not as much
6: as J. John Facenda, but
1: you no, I was just I was just teasing. <laughs> I, was, I, was I, I, I do Anyway, but so Swan oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Swan I do hate. But anyway, uh Swan's in the Hall of Fame. And, and probably rightly so. Okay, I mean the man had 336 catches for four thousand, or five thousand four hundred and sixty-two yards with 51 touchdowns and four Super Bowls. Okay, good for you, Swanee. You know you 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 even you even rushed 11 times for 72 yards. You 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 returned kickoffs three times for 11 yards, and you your 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 first year in the league, you had 61 punt receptions for seven hundred thirty-two yards. 39 yards, excuse me. But but you failed to do better than Cliff Branch. Oh, my. Cliff Branch had 501 receptions. He had 170 more receptions than Swanee. That's one. He had 8,685 yards. And if you do the math, he averaged a yard and a half more on his catches than Swan did. Oh my god. He had 67 TDs to Swanee's 51. And oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he didn't have he didn't have four Super Bowl championships. He only had 3.
4: How many people have had 3 oh my, Super know, Bowl right. championships? Yeah, 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 what yeah.
1: More could he have done. He outdid Swan in rushing yards. He they they both rushed for 70 They were, it was within, they were within a yard of each other. He returned, he returned more kickoffs than Swan did. He averaged 21.2 yards on kickoff returns. Oh my gosh. And, and he did return some punts. He only returned 12. Okay. So so Swan got him in that one. So Swan returned one year. Swan returned sixty one, and then he went down to like four, seven, eight. Oh yeah, because
6: he came look, in and, as a punt return, and, and then they figured out he was going to be a good wide
1: receiver. Yeah, and so, so that argument—well, uh, Cliff didn't do this, and Cliff didn't do that. What didn't he do? Tell me what he didn't do. Tell me how he didn't change the game. Tell Absolutely. me how he didn't. When 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 your quarterback has got forty eight seconds in the pocket, <laughs> and you can get open. Yeah, you know, and, and you he's can-
6: only—they're only throwing twenty times, twenty-five times a game, exactly because Van Egan and freaking you know, everybody else is running the football. Oh my gosh! You know what? Clarence Davis and all those guys. So I mean, it, it, it Somebody in one of the one of the clips there—they said in today's NFL, he would blow the tops off the. Ra- if the offenses were played back then like they were today,
1: oh my come gosh! On.
6: Come on, would be throwing for five thousand yards, and Cliffy would get freaking fifteen hundred of them. It's crazy. It is crazy. crazy.
1: I, I I don't get it. Uh, we have we have uh, at nauseam talked about the 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 Hall of Fame, and uh, I think Pete again. I, I hate to keep referring to to the last show, but he, he Pete touched. You guys both touched on it. How the Hall of Fame has has restructured, and next year for the class for twenty twenty will be will be equitable, and that's a yes. that's a shot. Uh, uh, God help them if they don't put. Coach Flores in. If they don't put Cliffy in, oh yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I, I mean, it, that that I, I I hope to see it. I, it's too late uh, as far as it, him doing it while he's still with us. But it, it needs to happen on this next class. We can at it's, least
6: honor him, you know. And that's that was the thing with Stable, right? Is that it was such a it was a disappointment that he got in posthumously, but it wasn't a disappointment that he got in, right? So right, we we're at least right. able to honor Kenny right. in that way. And you know. If both of those guys go, you know Flores will be the one to really honor Cliff. Absolutely. And that would be an amazing moment. That would be some good stuff. And, and,
1: you know, Pete touched on it. Coach is, is 82 years old. 82. It's hard to imagine, you know, with 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 all I don't want to go into all the, the greatness about Coach Flores and and all the stuff that he did and the three Super Bowls that he won. The first one to do it as a, as a player and assistant and then a head coach, you know, and it's been done since. But but the, the first one and, and, and Cliff has those accolades too. how can you how can you sit there and say that there's somebody that did more? You, you know, there, you, can't. You, 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 you can't, you can't The precedent
6: can't. was set with guys like stalwart yep. and Swan. And, you know, Swan had the spectacular catches in the, in the super bowl. He had the, you know, the highlight moments on NFL film. So I get that, but you know, at the end of the day, I always look at the hall of fame like this because it's hard to measure across eras. We just talked about how cliff were to, he were to play in today's NFL, how you would blow the tops off the books. And that may be true, but the only f- the equitable way to use your word to measure players, in terms of their Hall of Fame status, is were they the best at their position at the time in which they played? Yep. And was yep. Cliff Branch one of the best receivers in the NFL during the time in which he played? The answer is yes. There is no argument to that. Yeah. So, yeah. put him in the damn hall.
1: And, and, and it, But it, it we as Raiders fans know it doesn't always go our that, way. Well, uh, Rodney Hudson. Right. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about that with when we get to Paul's email, but... Anyway, uh, uh, let's yeah. move on. We got some players talking about. Yeah,
6: wait. okay. Let's hear it.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to
6: find a Push button. Press the damn button? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, not that one. This one.
10: Just press the damn
4: button, nerd. <laughs> you got it? <laughs> I
5: got it? I never saw Cliff Branch when he was down. He was always upbeat. Great player. But um, I think our players have a good respect for who he was. Coach did a a little presentation yesterday and let us know about Cliff. Came into our meeting and told us, and to think that now he's gone is just, it's kind of surreal. But us wearing 21 was just to honor them and to show respect um, for uh, one of our best players to ever play here. Cliff Grinch was a great legendary Raiders player. Once a Raider, always a Raider. So we take stuff like
9: that dear to heart, and may he rest in peace. Just watching him on film, listening to Coach Gruden speak about him, remembering you know him being a uh, Raider. I will tell you what,
5: it, uh, it saddens us that that, uh, that he left, and I just wanted to represent him today. Following him as a as a young man, as a kid, you know, playing football and being a big fan of his speed and the way he played, and then to get a chance to meet him and see what a gracious man he was and what a gentleman he was. He'll be severely missed.
1: Yeah, he will.
6: Yeah, Mosh, that was that was that was a tough one, man. You know, rest in peace to Cliff, and condolences to his family. And uh, you know, this was sudden. Uh, this wasn't an, an illness or a diagnosis he'd been facing for a while. It just kind of happened out of nowhere. And uh, you know, so uh, but we want to honor him certainly here on our show. And, uh, and and Raider Nation has been, you know, we're. There's one thing Raider Nation does well is honor its past, and and it's clear from Alumni Weekend uh, all the way through. You know, no other team does what the Raiders do for their alumni. Uh, you saw that in Hard Knocks this week, and they were talking about it uh, there. That no other no other team does this, and and so it was nice to see the players. Uh, wearing, including Derek Carr and a handful of others wearing number 21 at practice, uh, you know, breaking down the huddles with, with Cliff and memory. And, you know, that was, that was really cool stuff. So, uh, so definitely, um, um, rest in peace to him. And, uh, yeah, definitely sad.
1: All right. So, Hey Murph, we've been, uh, we've been reminiscing, which is what I love to do. That's one of the best things about our shows and talk about the glory years, but man, we're in week two of camp. We're in week two camps. Let's talk about
6: a little bit of, uh, let's live in the now, huh? Okay.
1: Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook, more than sixth-year linebacker, Phil Villapiano.
3: number 41, This
11: is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan
6: Radio. All right, Raider Nation, appreciate you joining us here in Murph's dining room for episode number uh, 136 of Raiders Fan Radio. So let's jump into it. We're going to talk a little bit about camp. Actually, we're going to talk a lot of bit about camp, and then we're going to get into Hard Knocks, and then we're going to celebrate the uh, the sea of fans with your voicemails, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. So first up here, I got a really fun—actually, Mosh, it does. has a, a really fun audio clip. You know, Mosh, not even before Hard Knocks. Uh, okay. Coach Brinson Buckner is becoming one of my favorite guys. He's so
1: awesome. He's the
6: best. He's the the best. He looks like he could get out there and play, dude. Right? He's huge. Him and Pete Koch could put pads on and play tomorrow, right? So, um, yeah. So, Coach Buckner, and he was super cool. When I met him at the Senior Bowl, he was super friendly. And, like, you know, and we talked for a minute. Um, You know, I mentioned on on, uh, last week's show, I think, that you know, those guys were kind of moving and and, sure. and shaking a little bit during senior Bowl, so they didn't really have a lot of time to slow down and talk. Um, aside from Greg Olson, Coach Buckner was the one that was the most engaging. He kind of talked about what it was like for him to kind of be out there and how he's in his element. Because, I mean, he's not that far from his playing days. Mm. Like, I mean, he's – I don't know how old the guy is, but he's not old. And I mean, he's old in football age, but in life age, he's not. So um, – Anyway, so I love Buckner. He's funny, he's engaging, great guy. And so him and Max Crosby were chopping it up a little bit on the training camp field, talking about uh, Coach
4: Buckner's sneakers.
3: You're going to mess up the J's.
5: They were meant to
4: mess up, right? <laughs> it's true. I'm not in that generation where you buy shoes just to keep hey, them on the shelf. I
7: feel you. I wear all you my see, shoes. You got
4: some Jays you ain't wore yet. Yeah, I bought two pairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mess up a pair you and I got, got a pair to mess wear wear up me. later. Yep. But y'all, my son be walking, he be walking like that like your knees hurt. I'm not trying to crease my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, go back footed then. <laughs> <laughs>
6: my
9: son be walking
1: like his knees hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. And <laughs> he does a good imitation of
6: his kid walking like a duck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not wanting to not want to crease the sneakers. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh. So speaking of feet. Oh my gosh! Ah, it's
1: foot gate all up in here, Mosh. So, and I we hate feet. We don't do feet. We, we my. I got to tell you this. My <laughs> feet don't touch. Oh no! My 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 no. naked feet like no like sir. they don't touch. Uh uh-uh. And I don't wear socks to bed, but I have. I keep the blanket between my feet. I don't like feet. I and I was and I was a cross country and track and field coach. I've had to tape a lot of nasty feet, uh. so I've had my share of feet, and I don't like feet. I don't like feet,
6: man. I'm I'm with Ooh. you on that. I, and I'll, you know, I'm not one to judge, but I'll judge you by your damn feet. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
6: if you're wearing sandals and them suckers are busted up, uh. then you know what I mean. Like I, I don't ever wear. I don't do flip flops. It no, I don't me either. No, I got my, my house shoes are a pair of slip on Vans. Uh,
1: exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Like yes, me too. Yeah. And, and it's so funny because this is a generational thing. Is it? Yes. Yes. I hate feet. You hate feet. Yeah. And your children hate feet. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> that's they why they're feet. in the wheel. <laughs> it's not that he's named after me. It's said <laughs> <feet. laughs> he hates feet. He hates
6: feet. Uh, he'd rather wear a pair of Converse than a pair of slip-ons or, or, or a pair of flip-flops, I mean. Um, so, okay, so speaking of feet, so if you haven't seen the picture, I'm not going to tell you where to find it, but there's a picture of Antonio Brown's feet out there. And listen, I feel for the guy. Oh,
1: God bless him.
6: Oh, it's awful. I mean, it's the bottoms of his
1: feet. Excuse me.
6: Are completely they're, torn they're, off.
1: They're, they're they're. It's like if you've ever had a blister on the like on the bottom of your big toe and it pops or something like that and then it's it's got that that's that skin that's covers the whole toe and then it's like peeling uh, off. Yeah. Uh, and, but imagine that over your entire foot. size fifteens.
6: Ah, uh, it's just awful. And so a little bit of inside info here. I don't know if you heard this or not. I heard actually, speaking of swag, I got inside info from him tonight uh, that he had said that he must have read a report somewhere antonio brown loves the cryo chamber a lot of players sure they do the cryo chamber now it's a way to really help your muscles rehabilitate it's a way for them to get to keep in game shape throughout the course of the years i mean there's a lot of toll on these guys' bodies and so the cryo chamber is something that they've been doing well apparently ab didn't wear the proper footwear inside the cryo chamber and it frost bit The bottoms of his feet, and that's why they're melting off of there the way that they are. So it's just an it's just an awful picture. Um but anyway, so they asked Derek Carr this week about Antonio
4: Brown's feet. I guess you followed him on Instagram, you saw the picture he had
5: of his feet on there night. I do follow him and me and ever actually just talked about it. I didn't even see the post, so uh, I've never lied to you guys. I, I don't, I did not see it, but, uh, it's, it's not good. I don't tell don't, don't me that. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> see no, yeah, yeah, no. I might throw up. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
6: apparently Derek Carr's not a foot guy either. Oh, yeah. That's why we like him. So that's bad. why we like him. Exactly. So, yeah. So listen, uh, there was, they didn't really get into specifics on hard knocks, but, um, he, Mosh, I got a more than a couple messages this week from listeners of the show, supporters of Raiders Fan Radio, saying, hey, Murph, what's going on with AB? Is this a diva move? Is this what he's pulled with the Steelers? That The answer to all those statements and questions are no. And this is why Hard Knocks is great. Raider Nation is really good about working ourselves up into tizzies over non-stories. And I'll, I won't say who it was, but one of the messages I got said, I read an article that said a b is pulling a diva move all right i'm not gonna step on the soapbox but those of you that listen to our show enough know how i feel about the the media and a lot of times fan generated media and you know what i could tell you that the sky is green and tomorrow you could go tell somebody i heard on a podcast that the sky was green right right you know what i'm saying sure just because in this maybe not as obvious as it sounds Just because you read it in an article or on the internet doesn't make it true. And there are a lot of people out there that are willing to deceive you or mislead you or get you to click on their story because it helps them make money. So don't believe that crap right now. I I wasn't going to get on the soapbox. Back me off, Mosh. Well,
1: here's the thing, Murph. All you got to do is back up just a smidge and do it the way we, you and I did it. When we were doing our show prep and we were getting, going over our things and we, we watched Hard Knocks again, but we, so we sat down. We got it, I sat in that uncomfortable chair of yours upstairs. and <laughs> Mosh, it's all my I furniture. I hate your furniture. And, and I sat down in the chair, and you go, I got to show you this picture before we, watch, we re-watch Hard Knocks. And I said, okay. So I look at the picture of this man's feet, and, and I hurt I hurt immediately. And, of course, I, you know, I, I spread my feet apart. And, <laughs> and, 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 and then we watch the show, and I'm like, how? How does this stud do what he does yes. on, on those feet? It's unbelievable. Because you he's wanna, working
6: through you this. You want to
1: talk about a guy that's mentally tough? Ugh. You want to talk about a guy that's, that's a world-class athlete, that's a first-round Hall of Famer? Absolutely. This guy, this guy, is a maniac, and, and I mean that with the utmost respect. To do what he does on on those on feet. those feet. Oh my God! I just, I love this guy. I love him. Yeah,
6: me too. He's- I'm with you. Yeah. So, Raider Nation, man, don't don't buy the hype. Know that Antonio Brown's still the hardest working man in football, uh-huh. and uh, and so here's the good news. He's seeing a specialist. They're gonna get it addressed. They're going to address it because it's frostbite. Now they know what it is. Yep, yep. They're going to get it fixed. He's going to be fine. And here's the thing too, Mosh. He wasn't playing the preseason anyways. And he's not the kind of guy you got to worry about falling out of shape. He's not going to go to the house and start eating Whoppers. Watch. You know him. what I'm saying? And they, they, like,
1: they were telling him, slow down. Yeah. And I and I turn to you and I go, how do you slow down when you only have one gear? <laughs> you, you know? Exactly. When your one gear is balls to the walls... How do you slow down? You don't slow down. You don't slow but he, down. But his personal trainer was going, you got to back it off a little bit. And he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah,
6: that ain't going to happen. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Yeah. So, anyway, nothing to worry about with, the old, with, the, with Antonio Brown. Uh, much ado about nothing other than the fact that the guy's dealing with some probably – and that's got to be painful. It's got to be painful. So, it'll be fine. It'll painful play – Painful, and
1: you can't take drugs for it in the NFL. Wow. You probably can't even take extra strength Tylenol or you're flunking – a fucking drug test. test or
6: something, yeah. So uh, he'll so he'll rehabilitate. He'll be fine. He'll show up for his treatment.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint,
6: to, hint. hint to, uh, the little, we call that uh, uh, a foreshadowing. A foreshadowing. Foreshadow, right? Yeah. Okay. So speaking of Antonio Brown, uh, his teammate on the defensive side of the ball, and let me say this real quick too. We're gonna hear from Lamarcus Joyner on Antonio Brown the day that Antonio did get out there and playing pads on his busted up ass feet. He was schooling LaMarcus Joyner. And And LaMarcus Joyner is one of the best cover safeties in the league. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he was wrecking him. So, here's LaMarcus Joyner talking about Antonio Brown.
9: Antonio Brown is one of those guys. It's like Sunday. Every, every, Every rep against him and Renfro for me is Sunday. And you know that. If he's out there, the ball is coming to him. So I just locked in and I just, I competed because if you don't compete with Antonio Brown, he's gonna embarrass you. And he's gonna rub it in your face, And I didn't feel like having a down practice that day because I didn't want to see him dancing with the stars. When he's out here, we on fire, man. We, we need him. He's that extra gas that you need in a science experiment that's gonna help get things boiling. That's what he do. When he's out here, everybody's on fire because we know if you're not on fire, then He's going to set you on fire, so you have to be ready.
6: All right, so there's uh, LaMarcus Joyner, Antonio Brown. That was pretty funny. Good stuff from him. So speaking of the wide receiver, so let's – uh, let's mosh, I'll write this down, this time stamp. Let's skip ahead. Let's go to Gruden on the wide receivers because uh, we, we're almost at an hour already okay. and we got a lot of show left to get to. All right, so next up, Raider Nation, we're going to hear from Coach Gruden speaking of the wide receivers, speaking of Antonio Brown, and not only talking about the wide receivers, but just the pass catchers and the thirt, the, the thirts, <laughs> the threats that this Raider team has on offense.
5: Tyrell Williams has been very good here. I mean, he's made some big plays at multiple positions and he's showed great stamina. So he's been outstanding. Darren Waller's been really good, uh, really, really good. So we're really, really fired up to to talk about those two guys. They've stood out the most and, you know, we're starting to see others like Marcel Aitman uh, make some plays. My young friend from uh, Arizona Cardinals, JJ Nelson is starting to make some plays in in, in many different situations. So uh, that's good. And Derek has, has done a great job distributing the ball.
6: All right, good to hear from Coach Gruden. You know, it's it's hard not to get hyped, Mosh. You know, it, it, we're I mean, we're in the bag for this stuff, no matter what. I mean, yeah. it's it's yeah. you got us, Raiders. We're gonna think you're gonna win the Super Bowl and go sixteen and zero every single year. Um, but it, it's after last year, we got dinged up pretty good. I mean, our our confidence got dinged up pretty good. Uh, but hearing all the reports. And maybe it's just I'm kind of buying into it, man. I don't know. But, I mean, you hear about all those playmakers? Like, I remember thinking about the Chiefs last year going into the season. They just had one too many guys to cover. Like, even though we had some good cover players, we had some good defensive players, they just had more than we were going to be able to keep up with. Right. And that happened in more than one game. Absolutely. Right. So, don't you feel like the Raiders, if Darren Waller is all what we think he's going to be, tyro williams antonio brown jj nelson josh jacobs out of the backfield right and, and one of the and we're not even and that's i only mentioned one tight end luke wilson by all accounts is doing well like doesn't it feel like we got one too many guys for defenses to cover maybe i'm getting up with my fandom here or not, but i don't know masha just
1: what else we got
5: we got uh we're going to gruden uh, on you know obviously trent brown is a huge addition for us oh, he line. is uh okay. standing out on the video every day. Uh, Incognito and Cooper are giving us some really good snaps at left guard. We already know Rodney and, and Gabe are very good players, and Colton is, is uh, a better player in year two. So uh, we're looking for some more depth. We're going to look to continue to get better, and uh, we'll see how we stack up against the Rams because that's a formidable front. John, Colton, what are some of the things that you see? Colton? Yeah. Well, number one, he, he understands the system. You know, I think he's... Uh, in his second training camp. He's anticipating audibles, anticipating okay. stunts, understands situations better. He's stronger. That's the big thing. I mean, the guy's a lot stronger and he's healthy, and that certainly helps. Those practices against the Rams next week, are they almost more valuable than the preseason game itself? to you as a coach? Uh, Yeah, probably because the starters will get a lot of work yes. where they won't in the first preseason game. So we'll be able to... Um, you know, see our young corners against some great receivers and uh, vice versa. And we'll see how we stack up against the, the NFC champion. It'll be a great challenge for us.
12: you plan on using all your, uh, your uh, challenge flags? I had a nightmare
5: or... last night. That guy was in my room. Doing
3: <laughs> 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 preseason games, do you plan on throwing maybe more challenge flags than you would before to see, no, I, I, don't, kind
5: of... uh, I don't foresee that, no. Every time you throw a challenge flag in the preseason game, the referees yell at you because they don't want you to do that. So, uh, Just kidding, but um, no. I'm not a big fan of the whole replay process, but we'll challenge plays that we think need to be challenged.
6: All right, Coach Gruden cr- closes us out there. I can't talk all of a sudden. Coach Gruden closes, u- <laughs> Coach Gruden closes us out there. Thanks, Mosh. No problem. Talking gotcha. about the offensive line and a, and a couple other things there. I love how he mentioned about the, uh, the microphones. the micro- Because he, he looks up and there's the boom mic from right, the hard right, knocks right. camera over his head. And he's like, I picture that guy being in my room at night. Was he talks funny.
1: a lot about his nightmares. I don't think he sleeps well. Right. Well, the guy sleeps like four
6: hours a night. Like, how much time does he have to dream actually anyways, right? All right, next up we're going to talk about uh, some Madden football, Mosh. Hey, this
4: is Pete Koch former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. All
1: right.
6: Thank you to Pete Koch for joining us most recently. And go ahead. You got something. I got something for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, on that iPod video, that commercial,
6: Oh, his commercial. Yeah, sure, his commercial, sure.
1: the iPhone. Yeah, With, the, with the face recognition. Yes. I, I, the first time I saw that, it was I was in Washington, D.C., and I'd been uh, at a conference, and, man, I was beat. And, uh, so I, I got to sleep really early, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I uh, was watching the Food Network, and, and Guy Fieri was in commercial. And all of a sudden, I'm watching this commercial, and it's like, wait. That's Pete Koch. No, that's me. No, 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 that's Pete Koch. <laughs> <laughs> I get the two of us mixed up. Oh, uh, you know? well, yeah,
6: because you guys are, are you're de- your dead ringers for We're another. like twins. Well, you're both like two sixty. We're both two sixty. You he's both got, got long he's got gray seven hair. Seven
1: and a half inches on me, height wise, <laughs> but we're both two sixty. Yeah.
6: Uh, you know, uh, it, it's funny in that in that clip right there how he says Uncle Moshu has the same hair as me, which you guys did for a long sure. time, and uh, uh in the Hard Knocks episode, we were looking for Pete. Sure, and we only
1: found him in one shot. And what is it we it's saw? The, it's the back of his head. I thought it was me. <laughs> I thought I was there. You were at the alumni dinner. I'm like, wait, was that? Oh no, no, that's Pete. <laughs> all
6: right, good stuff there. Good to hear from Pete. Appreciate his time. Um, all right, so let's talk about a little bit about Madden football, Mosh. We, uh, gosh, we're already at an hour on the show, so we'll have to kind of hit the uh, the accelerator on some of this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but I did want to talk about Madden. It got released last week. Uh, that stupid Kermit the Frog quarterback from the uh, uh, uh what is that? The chefs—is that what we call him now? The chefs, yes. The chefs, yeah. He's on the cover. Um, Antonio Brown was on it last year for Madden '19, which was great, but he's in. His That's steal- what happened to his feet. <laughs> but he's in a Steeler uniform, and so then this year we got a Chief, which is. Not much of a consolation prize. And so uh, I always doctor up my my Madden cover with something else. So I'll figure out a good Raider right, one to right. put on. I think I might put Jonathan Abram on there. So I oh, might nice. be kind of fun. put the nice. rookie on there. Um, either him or uh, Uncle Rico. Have you seen the Uncle Rico Madden cover that's going no. around? Oh, Is that great? Yeah, Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. That's I pretty funny. It. So I might, might do that one too. But anyway, so, so Madden 20 came out. One of my favorite things about the Madden release is that when they go to the players themselves, and they ask them about their ratings because there's a rating system. It's basically 0-100 on, sure. on a bunch of different categories and, uh, and that the players get rated on. And the players, uh, they get asked about what they think their ratings should be or what their reaction is to the, what their ratings are in the game. And so uh, we have this one is exclusive to the Raiders. So let's go ahead and, and listen to the Raiders uh, respond. This is Abram. This is Josh Jacobs. Uh, there's a handful of guys. AB is in there uh, talking about their Madden rating.
5: I don't even want to talk about it. They probably gave me like 69. 68. Embarrassing. At this rate, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is.
9: 52. 52. How does that correlate? Still doubting me. And that's why I still got a tip on my shoulder. What do you think you got your run block man? Yeah, that's probably like lower class. 54, right? <laughs> <laughs> way. Who does these Madden ratings? My run block, it has to be high. I put the stuff on film, so it has to be high.
5: 49. No way. That's crazy. Is it really? 49. 49. That's
6: Tyrell Williams okay.
5: there. That's that's ridiculous, because my run blocking is really good, so I take pride in that. <laughs> that's crazy. They probably gave me a 68. 63. Wow. I feel like you're
9: joking.
10: I guess they underestimate me, you know I'm embarrassed.
2: It just is what it is.
6: <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, you know, so I've, I've played a few games, Mosh, online. Uh, I'm part of a big Madden League with 32 live owners that play in the thing. And, of course, I have the Raiders. Sure. Uh, but I've played a few Madden uh, online games. Raiders are fun, man. J- uh, Jonathan Abrams got that big hitter. burfick has got that big hitter, man. Nice. It's really, really cool. So, speaking of that, uh, we've got some audio of Vontez playing Jalen Rashard. Now, this is a long audio clip, so you may want to skip through it a little bit. Uh it's about three and a half minutes long, but it's really funny. So this is Vontez Burfik playing Jalen Rashard, and the best part about this video is that Vontez is using Jalen as a running back, and he's crushing him. He ends up winning 49-19. Oh, nice. And so he's he's going, why do you do that to yourself? Man, you're going to have 100 yards this game. <laughs> it's, it's the best. It is so funny. So here's here it is, uh, Vontez and Jalen. How you doing?
4: Give me that. Come, Come on,
9: D. Come I'm on, D. <laughs> I don't know how to slide. Come on, man. He gotta get there. Let's get to go. Good throw, D.C. So hey, you a newbie? I've been playing this since I was a, since
5: I was a baby.
4: Yeah. Oh my god! Why That's you what mean? I'm talking about. I threw it away from him. Yes, yeah, sir.
9: Good oh catch. my
5: god. Good catch. You got nervous right there. I did.
4: Man, come on. It's hard. Oh, it's hard. hard. They,
9: they playing for real
4: on here,
6: He keeps oh, making man. him fumble,
9: too.
4: Vontez makes him fumble like five he gonna times. You ain't going to score.
9: Money! A. B. Money!
4: Av, he got that
2: one.
9: I hope he did it all year. <laughs> all year. <sighs> there we go, PJ. He was there nervous. we go, PJ. Hey, I'm going up, too. Here we go, PJ. No, you in cover too. Some type of two. Oh, I had. Have... Yeah, they ain't get the. <laughs> I'll take it. Let's keep ahead. a, head in a Yeah, go ahead.
4: i oh, Get out
6: of Come on, man. This is what every bad it's game sounds like bro. when you're playing, too, by
9: the way. <laughs> Y'all turned up the fumbling? Everybody, get You turned up the, the fumbling? World. Hey, I was within, too, bro. let's stuff get out of hand, man. I'm gonna break it then.
4: What? I
9: oh, <laughs> dude broke three tackles. <laughs> that boy Glennon looked like Andre the Giant out there. <laughs> that boy came about to snap with the ball. Man, that's no, ain't no way, bruh. Ain't no way, bruh. Ain't, ain't no, no again. way, bruh. You, if you hit stick anybody on the new twin, yeah. They can't get in
4: this.
9: You can't get <laughs> you, dumb. You know nah,
3: so He got skinny. <laughs> he still broke two tackles, bro. That's what he's Wait, doing. I didn't turn he's up, using though.
4: Jalen
6: against himself right there. Let's
9: go. Let's go. It wasn't close, bro. Damn. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: I'm the best, bro.
6: <laughs> oh, so funny, man. I love it. That's love what. It. That's, that's what Madden games I mean. Sonny and I have played endless amounts of Madden together. I've played a lot with my, my, uh, my brother Alan and, and uh, of course, in this Madden League that we play in. And it's, uh, it's just so fun. And it's funny because there's two things about Madden is that uh, it's always the game's fault. Oh yeah, right, yeah. right. It's always the game's fault, and uh, and and that's why you lose. It could, because it's never that like you pick the wrong player or that guy beat you. It's always that the game is the one that beat the game is always responsible for it. There, so anyways, good stuff there uh, from Jalen and Vontez. All right, so Mosh, we're kind of in a in a grab bag of a handful of different things that have gone on this week. Um, the stadium is looking phenomenal. Uh, we saw some flyover shots right, right from, uh, um, today from our buddy Namone down in Vegas. The roof is starting to go on. Wow. It's that glistening black. It's just looking.
1: What did awesome. we hear? That it's uh, the the one-year anniversary from when they're supposed to yes. open? Yes, that's was what Pete last said. last week or something like that?
6: Yeah. And I'm sure he got that from the alumni dinner. So I'm sure there sure. was something that came out that, that kind of announced that. But, yeah, absolutely. So, we're one one year out. Well, so, Mike Mayock this week had a chance to tour it. Before you we, before we hit that, though, I can't remember if I mentioned it on last week's show or not. If you haven't watched from the ground up on YouTube – it's basically discovery channel on youtube it's mike Rowe narrating it and it's an amazing rundown of the building process from literally from groundbreaking until where they're at now on youtube so definitely raider nation check that out it's called from the ground up it's on the raiders youtube channel and it's they're like 10 minute episodes and there's like five of them now so far but anyway so it's great stuff and so uh uh in the meantime also let's listen to mike mayock
8: nothing like natural grass folks I'm excited about it.
6: We fought really hard. We want mud in the face mask. We want grass stains all over our geysers. We want to smell the humidity.
4: So Mark, that torch is right over here, right? The opening.
6: 80 feet.
4: Wow. Overlooking the whole strip. Isn't that cool? I've always loved coming in at grade level and then going down into a bowl. It's awesome. You get a whole different flavor for it walking around here. Yeah. The locker room's in here, and on game day, we come out this way and go down here and come out a a more conventional tunnel. This is what gets you juiced up for a game. You come out, you see the flame right there. You've got the big opening onto the Vegas Strip. I mean, this is what it's all about for a player and the coaches and the staff is right here. The whole thing just blows me away. I
5: can't wait. I can't wait.
6: You know, as sad as it is that we're playing our last game in Oakland this week or week this year, Mosh, I'm fine. The more I hear and the more I see about Vegas, I mean, it's just going to be the facilities. Uh, Come on. How do you not be excited about that? Second to none. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. While we're in the grab bag section here, I got one more for you. This is, um, so I've been meaning to feature this guy's audio for a little while now. Um, Chris Sims, former NFL quarterback played for John Gruden in Tampa Bay. Dad is, is, is Phil Sims. Um, Chris is an awesome reporter. He's got his own podcast and, and a handful of other things, um, but he's really insightful in terms of Gruden. And again, I've wanted to feature his stuff for a while now, because I think he can provide an insight that a lot of us haven't been exposed to. And that's what it's like to be coached by him directly. What also this week he was on Dan Patrick show. You, uh, you guys know what big fans we are of DP and, uh, and DP was asking him about Derek Carr, specifically, and what Chris Sims thought of Derek Carr and how that related to John Gruden. And he had some fantastic comments. Let's go ahead and hear that.
3: Uh, I mean, it's a huge year for Derek Carr. I mean, I, I, I am in the camp of if it's a below average year or an average year that, hey, I know that psycho John Gruden, he will look to replace <laughs> you or at least make a, a competition next year uh, if it doesn't go smoothly. I do believe in Derek Carr still. I think there's some physical attributes there that I like. Let's not forget the team around him stunk last year is one of the worst offensive lines. He's battled little injuries the last two years with the back and all of that. Um, I think their offense is going to be tough to deal with this year because I just think Gruden in year two, Carr in year two, he's got toys to play with. Antonio Brown, hey, we know that. Tyrell Williams, who came from the Chargers, that was a great addition. So the receiving core is going to be better. The O-line is going to be better. And the other aspect that I think is huge is their first round pick, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, you heard it here first, will be their Alvin Kamara this year. You watch. He's going to be used in that same way. Sean Payton, Gruden, it's the same type of offense. They know how to use the back out of the backfield, and I think you're going to see Josh Jacobs with Alvin Kamara type stats, maybe you know 900 yards rushing and like 700 yards receiving somewhere along those lines. I think their offense will be a handful for defenses this year. And Jacobs, the uh, running back out of Alabama, right? Wow,
6: pretty cool, man. That's that's, that's some amazing. strong praise from him, and he's not the most complimentary guy of Gruden all the time. He's not the most complimentary guy. of The Raiders all the time, so to hear that from Chris Sims, uh, that's that's pretty cool. What do you think about that? About the versatility of somebody like Jacobs?
1: It's uh, I, I, lo- I am really looking forward to see how hard knocks when they start. Now that they, they hit the big names, how that when they start branching off into these these some of these yeah. other yeah that are going to make a difference. Yeah,
6: because he was kind of snubbed in this one, wasn't? Yeah, he? well, yeah,
1: but I mean they can't get all of them. There's 93 of well, them. Well, that's out there. true. <laughs> that's true. So speaking <laughs> of hard
6: knocks, let's talk about it, huh?
5: What's up, it's Brockman
4: from The Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tufo from The Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Raiders Fan Radio.
6: Yes! All right, Mosh, so the Raiders debuted this week on, on Hard Knocks just as recently as last night. Uh, we had a chance to uh to to view it and let's let's jump into some audio let's listen to john gruden welcoming the team and i deliberately didn't assemble a lot of audio for hard knocks for raiders fan radio number one uh you can find the first episode on youtube the raiders did release it on their youtube channel so you can go out and you can find it and you so if you don't have hbo you can watch the entirety of it there um but we could do an entirety of this show just on hard knocks so Let's kick it off with John Gruden and then Mosh, pick it up, man, and and, and start giving me some thoughts.
5: I don't want any rookie hazing, okay? Now, if you guys have them sing the fight song or something like that, I'm all for that. But be professional with these guys. They've earned that much. We've worked our ass off to bring this group together, to turn this franchise around and create an identity and create a culture that can carry us on into the future. The owner, Mark Davis – Uh, has a lot of pride man in the history of this organization and there's a saying around here once a raider always a raider we are going to be physical most importantly we're going to be smart and we're going to be relentless you can lead the league in effort because it takes no talent it's just a decision that you make we have a chance to be one hell of a big story this year man if we put our heart and soul into this football team we want to win and we want to win now Knock on wood if you're with me, okay?
1: Your dog's going to start barking <laughs> in a minute.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Here> he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, what we didn't play on that, the, the opening part of that, that, that speech was Gruden said, I got very few rules. Don't be late. Keep an eye on your weight. Bust your ass and use common sense. Hello. What does that sound what, uh, like? Yeah. What more could you ask for? That's mad. You know, that, yeah. It's like, I mean, that's the lineage of this football team. It's amazing. I mean, geez, OP. Pete, come on. That's, that's do the right thing. And we're going to go somewhere, you know? Golly.
6: Absolutely. You know, it. one of the things that I liked on that mosh was that I love it when he said, once a Raider. And then the entirety of the room responds. Always a raider. Right. They already knew that. Already like you know what it. I mean. Like yeah. they're already yeah. into yeah. The, to the to the 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 mystique and the just the the camaraderie <laughs> of it all. And it's just it's it's just fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about the episode again. I don't have a lot of audio from it, but what were some of your big takeaways? Um, yeah, let me hear yours I, first. I, I love, I'll give you mine. I
1: just I love the way that what they showed. And again, it's NFL films, and it's and it's. Uh, uh, you know, as much as it was, it was complimentary of the team, I, I, I almost thought, what are they, are they trying to show? I, I, I'm saying to myself, are they trying to show players how they get along with the coach? Uh, are they trying to show disrespect? Are they trying to show the fun? Are they trying to, you know, what are they getting at? But uh, bottom line is Gruden said, if you don't know what to do, you're not going to play here. You know, so and then a couple times, you know, when he was he was having some fun banter with a couple of the guys, and he's going, "Hey, you know, there's uh, there's other leagues you can play with at <laughs> eight hundred dollars a week." Yeah, you know, and they're like, "No, no, no, not coach, no, we're no, good, no, we're, we're, we're yeah, going to stay right we're here, we're going to stay yeah. right here." You know, um, were you surprised at all by the humor of it? No, not at all. No, and I, I, and I and, I, and it, because anybody that's as intense. And as fun as and, and that's one of the things that they talk about with Chucky is he, he enjoys what he does. He has fun. He loves it. He you know, he, yes. he just he just loves it. And he just I ah, mean, he just gets so excited and he and he smiles and he's and even when he was uh uh he, he's chewing people out and he's like, dude, dude, don't be hitting your brother like that, man. You know, it's uh you know, he never came out and said oh, it was a good lick. He, but he, but you knew he did uh-huh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. you knew he's like, man, this guy's a stud. You know, and he's like, and he's like, he's trying to calm him down. You know, yeah, he had to pull it back just a little bit. Pull it back yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, pull it back just a little bit. But uh, it was great. I loved what they showed. Um, I love. I loved. I loved uh, your your guy said uh, at one point he goes, uh, "I may bring you out of the game and cuss you out, but then I'm going to put you back in."
6: Oh, Buckner, he's yeah. talking to
1: Ollie. Yeah, you know, and he and he's telling him, you know, you know, listen to what I'm saying, you know, uh, do what I'm telling you to do. I'm coaching you up, you know, and if it, and it may mean, it may mean me bringing you out and putting my foot in your butt, and then I'm going to turn right around if you got it, and I'm going to stick you back in. Absolutely, of course, he didn't. Oh, he didn't get it, but. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, you know. I guess we should say
6: that uh, on the front end here, that if you're listening to us, we're going to assume you've already seen the episode. If you haven't and you want to remain spoiler-free, then hit pause yeah. and then come back and listen to us later. Uh, yeah, so Ronald Ollie is let go. Um, you know, they didn't show the release. You know, Hard Knocks is famous for that interaction with the player when, the, when they actually get cut. They didn't show that, and, uh, and I'm wondering how deliberate that was, um, or if it was just because, look, let's face it, he might have been a fan favorite. He may have been one of our favorites because we knew him from Last Chance sure. U. But in terms of his actuality of uh, or probability of him making the team, eh, probably pretty low, right? So he was just kind of like, well, he was dismissed. And um, You know what I thought was kind of profound is that leading into that, and I, and I, I kind of wish we could play some of the audio unfiltered because – Right before that, Gruden's walking. I don't even know who he's talking to, but he goes, let's get rid of some of these effing guys that don't want to be here. And it was like something about the way he said it. And like, it just resonated with me. I was like, holy crap. Like as much as this episode was fun, there was a really good dynamic from the seriousness of what you're doing, that you have the opportunity to play in the NFL. You're sitting on a lottery ticket. You're sitting on you know, the precipice of, 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 of achieving your dream from when the time you were eight years old, from that all the way to haha, let's funny, let's make fun of each other, and let's be silly. There's a big dynamic in the middle, don't you think? Like, there was there explored a lot of different things, the family and
1: the, the connectivity, the friendships, and just everything, right? Well, they, they, they didn't waste any time with with a lot of the you know the the, the personal interest stories and stuff like that, they're, they touched on a few of it. Showed some of the guys with the kids, and they showed they showed uh, Abrams and and Cleveland going out and riding horses, was- you know, and that was hilarious, <laughs> you know. And, and so there was some personal interest stuff in there, but bottom line is is that the the, the ninety three guys that are there are are like Gruden said in the very beginning, they're 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 gonna they're gonna crush somebody's dream. To yeah. be down, to be part of the, tree, the the team, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to wreck somebody else's dream. And that's part of it, man. That's part of it. And 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 that's from the get-go. That's they show that. Um, I, I really, I really liked how that they, they bounced around a lot. One of the things that that I enjoyed that you and I talked about is it was good TV. It was good yes. entertainment. Yes. That hour flew by in a second, man. Yeah. It was it was entertaining. Even if you're not a huge football fan, you know um, everybody knows. Everybody knows that you know the, we watch these guys on Sundays and they suit up and then there's these these epic pictures of steam coming off people's heads and all that. But to see what they go through day in and day out, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Absolutely. And you know it's um, you're right. It's great
6: television, and it would not surprise me if there's an Emmy. Um, this is probably a lot of my fandom talking, but I'm going to go for it because I'm a fan. This is Raiders freaking fan radio. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it was amazing television, and I've watched every minute of every episode of all seasons of Hard Knocks. And granted, sometimes there were teams like the Ravens and whatnot that, that I don't care for. But just in terms of the quality of the production and the quality of the content, Maybe it's my phantom talking mosh, but it was the this has been the best and we were only one episode in. This was phenomenal. Um the players that broke out. Abrams or Abram, look at me. I got I, I, mm-hmm. I said I had the yes. Abram was I think the standout, right? Of the Absolutely. of the players, he was the one that jumped out. Was he too smart assy for you or was he just funny? Is he just a good old country boy and
1: I I I think he was. I mean, when you look at that's just him. I think that's a I think that's a lot of just him. I don't think he was disrespectful. But even in the Gruden parts, I, be, when Gruden was trying to back him down, he's like, again, "Hey, coach, what well, can I do it tomorrow?" Again, we didn't see the whole. We didn't see all of it. Okay, we fair. saw that little tiny bit. But I I promise you. If you're going to create a problem for John Gruden, you're not going to be around well, long. Well, that's true. That's true. You and know? he
6: did say, and I don't remember, I don't think it was in the episode. I think it was another thing I saw. Him and Abram had dinner that night. And he was like, John's on the same page as I am. You know what I yeah. mean? It was, like, it was like, all of a sudden, it was like, okay. I think that might have been a little bit of a camera moment, a little bit of in the moment type thing going on there. Uh, it was great. Again, made great television. He's a funny guy. He's Go back fun. to when he and Carr at dinner. So what do you think about that? He's busting him out about 120 I minutes. love He's he, calling out the guy's contract at the dinner. The guy drove his Rolls Royce to
1: practice. Wow, okay? that's true. Sorry, you're going to drive your Rolls Royce to practice? <laughs> yeah, you that's know, true. You're, uh, that car costs more than that child is, that, that has made in his entire life practically. Yeah, that's You know true. what I'm saying? That's and, true. And I loved how he's like, well, if you were my dad, you know he's kind of you know you're six years in the league you just signed for 120 if you got and and, and then he even said and you might get another 120 that's 240 dude I'm ne- if you're my dad I'm never working you know I loved it man yeah, I loved it yeah, I, loved, I loved I loved it the thing is is he backs it up on the field yes you know and he, and he wasn't I, I mean he was being silly he was being fun I don't think he was being disrespectful you know I, okay. I, I, I don't know i guess i can appreciate that
6: i, I you know I, i'm with you and you know of course we love humor and we don't we uh we're, we're okay with uh, being irreverent at times when it's appropriate and I, I i'm with you it i think that it was uh, it was, uh not seen as surprising but you hadn't seen that again going back to hard knocks previously you hadn't seen a rookie come in there and you know bust out his head coach his quarterback his you know, one of the positional coaches and Brentson Buckner. Look, I'm not going to repeat it what he said at the end, but the funniest moment of the entire oh show gosh, is the, the prayer. prayer at the end, and
1: it's freaking awesome. Buckner on him. He funny. goes, "What are you, a com- a Christian comedian? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, I'm so it's funny, so, I, man. I think so I funny. think that's I, he never he didn't he didn't curse. That's he didn't right. you know he he, he wasn't w- hateful. He wasn't Nothing hateful. He, he hateful. wasn't, wasn't mean. Yeah. yeah, he that's wasn't disrespectful. He was." funny and if you take it if you the 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 tongue in cheek of it you that's hard to pass that's up, it that's it's good, all
6: about intent and i think that's the thing about a joke or or whatever it is that you're doing it's all about intent is that are, are you know and it, clearly he's got good intentions so right. i think he's great now you know and again i i for those of you hadn't watched it yet definitely go out and check it out um you know mosh there's a couple terms i wrote down prisoner of the moment and recency bias. Like it? Are we prisoners of the moment because we're big Raider fans and it's our team and we're finally on hard knocks? Are we prisoners of this because it's the last thing that we saw, or is it really that good? I think it's really that good.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. I, I think that uh, I think that I think that absolute editing quality is is outstanding. I think the storylines that they hit, you know, the the way that they did it, the way that they would. I mean, what. what Golly, Richie Incognito's the biggest human being I've ever seen. He's massive. And he's just a stud, you know. And to show this guy, and to show these guys hitting and slamming and and jamming, and then and then you know, and then hugging each other and laughing and eating, and their and he, and Gruden saying, "Get to know, get to know your teammates." Yeah, kids. that was cool. You know, and and, and and that was on the heels of talking about Cliffy. You know, get yes. to, get to know their families. Get to know and he, and he ran up and he grabs. I don't even know whose kid it was. Somebody's kid yeah. he picked it up, and he was. You I know, think it was
6: Abrams' kid. Was it yeah. Abrams' yeah, kid? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, I
1: mean, uh, that's just that's just stuff. That's cool. You know, yeah, that's, that's cool stuff. Hey, we got to d- move on. All right,
6: did, uh, one last thing. Did you catch Villapiano at the head of the, uh, Absolutely. Of the table? Absolutely. Where else bent. is he going
1: to sit? <laughs> Amen. You Amen. Know?
6: Absolutely. Definitely sitting proper there at the head of the table. All right, Mosh. One more thing before we get to the sea of fans. Did did we love Hard Knocks?
1: Yes. Oh yeah, we
6: loved hard knocks. Are we? Right? Are we
1: hard knocks drunk? Raiders hard knocks drunk? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah.
6: So knock on wood if you're hard knocks drunk.
1: Here comes your dog again. <laughs> <laughs>
4: where's the damn button? Hit the button, stupid. I, where's the see fans button? Do it's, I have a see fans oh, button? Oh,
1: jeez. Oh my gosh, it's I right. don't have a see Fans. Oh there it is. It. I got hit it. it. Hit it. Hit the hit the button, stupid.
8: Fading, looking, 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 he's under the gun.
4: He's bad, he's full, it is oh, it.
6: It. Woo! All right. If you want to be-
1: have you done? I don't know. You My levels went cra- I hit
6: the button too many times. My levels went crazy. It just blew out our eardrums and then all of a sudden I went and redlined there. Um All right, so uh, one of our favorite parts of our show is the Sea of Fans Mailbag. This is where we hear from you, Raider Nation. Uh, You can call us anytime, 909-345-3346. Leave us a message. If we play your message three times, uh, you become what we refer to as a made man, hence the get made on our T-shirts. And there's a made man of the made men. His name is The Capo. We will hear from him first before we get to uh, uh, the rest of the audio calls. But also, You can contact us by email by emailing us at show. Raiders fan radio.com and uh, and you know there's not a, a set amount but if you email us enough like Miss Haley who's our first made woman or our good buddy Paul Edgerton in Shropshire Mississippi which is actually in the UK uh, you could become a made person that way so Uncle Mosh uh, will review these and then he will award what we call the sizzler and that is the best of the best from this week's phone calls and emails so Uncle Mosh take it away.
2: Greetings, Murph, Mosh, Sonny, Little Murph, Nation. Hey, Aaron Q Dog, radio you a couple Saxophone in the background. The great uh-huh. state of Texas. And with the big reveal this week, uh, we come to find that the Raiders' new Las Vegas stadium home will be called Allegiant Stadium. Eh, works for me. Can't wait to go. Uh, Mojo, save me a seat. Just slide over, bruh. I'll buy the beer. But to get back to what we would like to talk about in these dog days, everybody should be clamoring about it. Um, Hard knocks. Love the first episode. And before I go too deep, uh, you know, let's just take a moment, pause, moment of silence. Number 21, Cliff Branch, uh, an exemplary career. Now, he only made the Pro Bowl four times, but you know what? It was a different day and age. There was a lot less watered down uh, competition in the league. So, you know what? I discount that completely. Cliff Branch needs to be in the Hall of Fame. This is me making my pitch, and of course, um, coach flores needs to be in as well but you know there are just so many raiders i mean don't get me started on jack tate um, my favorite player the original number 32 there is no other and i just Ridge. want to make sure that everybody knows that you know we are one nation under god and prayers and thoughts go up you know we say this all the time but you know what something's got to change raider nation let's lead the way and show love to each and every one let there be silver and black you know what i'm saying from sea to shining sea and um my gosh, I'm so sick of Tom Brady. Let's just go ahead and uh, double tap that career. Let's go ahead and start, you know, basically end what was started. We created Tom Brady, the greatest system quarterback. Let's end his uh, run. I don't care how old he is, but you know what? We've got to put them out of the playoffs. New England goes down at the, uh, at the sword of the silver and black and we put that guy out to pasture i'm sick of him his diet his wife his monies who cares i'm a, a huge michigan fan and i think he sucks that's all i got hit list um uh, johnny townsend i'll show you later
1: <laughs> he's so funny
6: he's the best johnny townsend been kicking the heck out of the football ball i know right too, so hopefully uh uh, well, I don't know. According to Aaron, not hopefully, but to the rest of us, hopefully Johnny does well because he's the punter we got. So with the guys that we got, we want to do well. But, uh, yeah, don't you – you know, I've I've said this for a handful of years now that the ultimate poetic uh, instance for the Raiders would be us knocking Brady and the Patriots out in the AFC Championship game. Absolutely. Not in a playoff game. In the friggin' championship game, right, right, and I want it to be in Foxborough. I, as much as I would, of course, love to see the Raiders win the AFC Championship in Oakland.
1: The poetry of it is best sure, if we sure. do
6: in freaking Foxborough in, in the snow, and
1: beat their ass. <laughs> hey, let's hear from Paul. <laughs> so Paul sends his weekly email, and he says, "Good evening, guys. Hope you're well. I'm sure we all have heavy hearts this week following the untimely passing of the great Cliff Branch. Amen." His stats will read out by many. uh, I'm sorry, his stats will read by many. His many fine attributes and stories of his glory will be recounted, and those lucky to have known him can proudly tell the world of the man he was off the field. I only saw the tail end of his career from afar, but realized pretty quickly that when Raider legends were spoken of, Cliff Branch was one of the first names mentioned. The incomplete Hall of Fame committee will be called into question again, and quite rightly, but that's for another day. There always seems to be an Al Davis quote that is appropriate, and this is no exception. This is his quote. Time never really stops for the great ones. It reaches out and wraps them in a cloak of immortality. Raider in peace, Cliff. So I see we're going old school podcasting for a short while after Murph broke the button. (laughs) No YouTube, just audio. I love that it was caused by too much swag in the cave or donut dust. As long as there's a show, fellas, that's the main thing. Elsewhere, we saw the topping out ceremony for the new Allegiant Stadium and the first real sitting of the Las Vegas Raiders name. That's going to take a bit of getting used to, but we'll get there by the time we officially move in. I read on the Just Blog Baby site that Jalen Ramsey was quoted as having a preference of the Raiders or the Titans if he moves this year or next. Yes, please, this year, if possible. Finally, I mentioned the disrespect shown to Cliff Branch by the Hall of Fame. What about Rodney Hudson not being on the NFL Network Top 100? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? It's been a crazy week, he says. And thanks as ever for what you do. I've got to go and listen to the Pete Koch interview. Love you, Raider Nation. Paul Egerton from Shopshire, Mississippi. Paulie Award winner for 2019. (laughs) Sizzler scorekeeper. (laughs) Proud made man. One-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award.
6: Awesome job,
1: Paul. Good job,
6: man! Very astute point there, Mosh. Absolutely. Rodney Hudson. Okay, so there was when when the Madden ratings came out, uh, EA put out. They said which one of your favorite teams' players should get the ultimate Madden rating, which is ninety nine, right? Because I think Antonio Brown got like a ninety eight. I put Rodney Hudson. He's like a ninety three in the game. He should be ninety nine, and yes, he should be on the list of the NFL's top one hundred players. Like this guy is the best at his position. In the league, if not, it, he's a, the one or two.
1: Like it's, it's like we said about Cliffy. What more could he have done? Yes. Why does Kelsey
6: won a Super Bowl, so he gets the nod over Hudson? Like, uh, I'm sorry, man. I, I, uh, I'm just that nuts. was frustrating. Yeah, it's a great point, Paul. Good stuff. All right, you so got one more now.
1: We got another uh, a new email from uh, Trinidad Ledesma, and he says, "Hello, guys. Are you going to podcast live or record your reactions to Hard Knocks?" Would be fun to see your guys' reactions to the show. Well, if you've been listening so far, you There you go, it.
6: yeah. Well, you know, and, and let me just hold you up real quick because we had a lot of people ask us that. Are you going to do a live show, a live response, or something like immediately after sure. Hard Knocks? We record normally on Wednesdays, and Hard Knocks is on Tuesdays. So we're going to kind of incorporate that into what we would normally do uh, on our Wednesday show. And, you know, as much as I love the emotional, immediate response to things, also on something like Hard Knocks, it's nice to kind of process it. Because sure. it, it, it is kind of a big deal, and it allowed us the opportunity to watch it twice.
1: I had to watch it again, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he goes on to say, of all the podcasts I have subscribed to over the past year, because I could no longer listen to the local radio, radio coverage of the Raiders, yours has the best mix of information and fun banter. Love the tales from the dark side shows you guys produce with Swag Jeff. I even found myself back at the Raiders Indie Game with that sinking feeling that our season was over. Good times. Doesn't matter where we live. We're all part of this thing. Bigger than ourselves. Keep up the good work and go Raiders. Trinidad. Thanks, Trinidad. And he sent an absolute cool photo. We'll try to get that into our opening mix when we get back on the YouTube if your computer ever gets done. Oh, yeah. And uh, it looks like it's uh, he and his family at the uh, uh, Oakland Alameda County Coliseum. Oh, very cool! Yeah, before very a game, cool. yeah. I appreciate so you, cool.
6: Trinidad. Appreciate you reaching out, emailing the show. Uh, email us a few more times, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll declare you a made man here on yeah. Raiders Fan yeah. Radio. So, hey, Uncle Mosh. So, something happened during uh, during just the past couple minutes.
1: <laughs> and now for something completely different. I got a message. Oh, no. Another weather alert?
6: Uh, no, from your other favorite nephew.
1: And, uh, oh, he, nice. He
6: wants to get on the air. You want to talk to him? Sure. Okay, let's get him on here. <laughs> hello? hello? Sonny! Hello?
4: hello.
6: Hey, Hi. you're you're live on Raiders Fan Radio. What's
4: up, Raiders Fan Radio?
1: What's happening, son?
4: How's it going? It Uncle Marsh? Yeah, man. Hey, I'm dieting for three months to prepare for LaVellis.
1: All right. For those of you that don't know, La Villa is our first stop when we hit the West Coast. It's the best delicatessen in all of Central California. We're excited about it.
6: We're going to land, Sonny. We're going to land in Oak or in San Jose, and we're
1: going to go straight from the airplane
6: to the rental car to La Villa's.
1: What time are you guys flying in,
6: you know? I don't know. We're doing a podcast, so let's talk about the Raiders.
1: <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, man, you're killing us. What are us. you guys talking about? We're we're doing CF fans mailbag right now, so it was a perfect time for you to call. Hey, uh, why don't you give us your uh, give us your impression of Hard Knocks, man?
4: My impression of Hard—I haven't watched it yet. I
1: was going to watch it tonight. I wanted to watch it last night, but we had baby issues.
4: Ah, so, uh, well, you i am going to watch it
1: today. You're going to love it. You make sure you 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 got it on tape, so you'll want to watch it twice.
4: Yeah, yeah, I got HBO now. I'm going to record it and stuff like that. Perfect. Is it good? Does it paint the Raiders in a good light, or is it like making fun
1: of them? Nah, man, it's it's awesome. It's top nuts. We were already saying that we're hard knocks drunk over it.
4: Hey, uh, is, is the redhead's step cousin allowed to come with us to California?
1: Heck yeah, man, but he can't pack any Broncos stuff because there's only four of us. I don't think we'd be able to fight our way out.
4: No, especially we'll we all hung over from Levitless. <laughs> okay. hey,
1: you, you
6: might have to sleep on the floor, too, because we're going to start running out of room. If, he, if he's okay with that, he's welcome to come.
4: We're not, we're not doing over under. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh I don't but Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it off air, man. We'll have to figure it out because we'll have to get an extra spot at Politicoff and a ticket. I'm getting ready to buy our tickets here next week.
4: Okay, cool. You know, the interesting thing about that game, and I think I texted you earlier, Josh. It's going to be over 45 days since the last home game, that game against the Lions. And so, like, you know, it's kind of weird how the NFL schedule came out because the Broncos and Chiefs are right off the bat, which makes sense if you're if you, if you, if the NFL because why would you want to schedule those games towards the end of the season when it's a rivalry game, the crowd will be intense, and they might tear down the whole damn stadium. So they put them at the very first two games to get them out of the way, and then it's like the rest of the games are going to be a little, you know, uh, not as intense towards the end of the season. But the Lions game will be interesting because – Forty-five days, no home game, having traveled across the you know freaking world essentially. That might be a fun game to go to. Don't
1: you think? Yeah, definitely, it'll be a fun game to go to. I think. Uh, I think if we're going to be as good as we think we're going to be, I think we got an opportunity to see an absolute blowout
4: against the Lions.
1: Yeah, man, it should be. Do- I don't know. Well, uh, do the, do, will the Lions have will the Lions have an offense and a defense, or are they going to have eleven guys that go both ways, <laughs> <laughs> including Matt Stafford? Well, he uh, Matt Stafford's I'm gone down. both ways for years, but. <laughs>
6: What happens in and Athens, Georgia stays in Athens, Georgia?
1: Yeah.
4: The, the whole uh, Todd Downing hopefulness uh, ruined me for ever having hope pre previous to a season. So, oh, my so. gosh. So we, were,
6: we were talking about that earlier tonight, man, about how the Raiders have relieved us of expectation.
4: Oh, yeah, man. But this is the best way to go into the season because you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. you I know. So, yeah. But I'll tell you one thing, playing Madden is sure fun to have actually nice receivers, don't you think?
6: Oh, my gosh, dude. I was balling out, man. It's so fun, man. And the Raiders' defense is legit finally, too.
4: Yeah, and Josh Jacobs is a freaking animal in that game. Absolutely. Jeez.
6: Well, hey, hey, listen, say so we got to jump back into see a fans, man. It's good to talk to you, and uh, let's let's uh, let's definitely catch up uh, offline, man, and figure out what we're gonna do with the Raider game and with uh, that Bronco cousin of yours.
4: All right, sounds good. And we're, should I bring duct tape for swag, Jeff? When we're down there, or what? <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, we'll see, over All,
1: right, All right, so first up on the uh, see of fans mailbag is our buddy Eye Patch.
7: Hey, Murph, Mosh, uh, Swag Jeff, Capo Nation. I passed calling in with a couple things. Um, I could get into uh, hard knocks, and uh, uh, I'm sure I'll get cut off if I get into that, but it's nice to see that Jonathan Abram has, uh, he's not shy. Anyway, (laughs) um, first things first, um, I just want to say all my uh, thoughts and prayers go out to uh, anybody in Raider Nation who's affected by any of these senseless shootings that went on this past weekend. Um, It's such a tragedy. And, you know, the nation is so big, and I'm sure somewhere somebody was affected, you know, um, with their family or acquaintance or somebody. Um, I just want to say my prayers and thoughts are out to all these people in the nation who might have been affected by this tragedy. Um, Second is, of course, Cliff Branch. Um, I've called the show several times, you know, ranting and raving about him being in the hall, putting stats up that he should be in the hall, comparing him to other people um he's just one of the guys that I grew up with and i 'm sure I know Moss grew up with him i'm sure you did too, Murphy you saw him play i mean this is the guy we emulated in our backyards playing tackle football, Absolutely. and the guy went for a bomb you know he went and he did a cliff branch you know i mean he he was the epitome of uh, a guy you wanted to stretch the field. you know you talk you hear about these offensives today saying you need a guy to take the top off Well, this was the original deep threat um you know I could compare him to like I said, Lynn Swan and all these other guys, his numbers are so much better. But for you people, the younger people who are following the Raiders now, and God bless you because you love them, and they haven't done much winning lately. But if you go back and watch tape on this guy, he, he was truly amazing. I mean, just one year, I look back on, and he had forty-six catches for a thousand one hundred eleven yards. I mean, over a thousand yards on forty-six catches. I mean, it, it's just incredible. I mean, the game is different today. These players throw a lot more. So you look at career stats, you say, oh, well, he didn't have that many catches. But it was a whole different ball game back then. And for a guy to have 46 catches and over a 1,000 yards, 1,100 yards, it's just crazy. He he was the epitome uh, of a receiver, a deep threat receiver back in the day. Well, anyway, that's all I got for you today, man. I don't want to get cut off like I did last week. It's kind of embarrassing. Anyway, guys, (laughs) peace out. Hit the button. See you later.
6: Oh, I nice. bet. Don't be embarrassed, man. It's, it's all good fun. It's, it's happened ab- to
1: the best of us. It's absolutely. <laughs>
6: Heck, if there was a Google voice on being a, 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 a co-host of this
1: show, uh, Lord knows I'd have gotten it uh, the, numerous times. Oh, my gosh. Hey, so we've, we're, we're up against the clock, yeah. and, and we don't want to get Googled. No, so exactly. Uh, yeah. we're going to go. historian uh, uh, Houston Steve, second call.
13: Murphy and Marsh, is Houston Raider Steve, it's a really sad day for Raider Nation. Cliff Branch just passed away, and uh, he went to Oregon High School here in Houston. Played at Colorado, number 21. He was the fastest player in the league. Nobody could cover him. He had like 8,600 yards, uh, just shy of uh, 87. We had a get-together when Tim Brown went in the Hall of Fame up in Canton that day, and uh, we were a lot of Alaska. The Houston Raider Nation is, and uh, Oscar and all of us, we had about 20 or 30 people come to find out cliff branch showed up and i had this cake made it said tim brown hall of fame and all of us were walking up to cliff and i said you know cliff it's long overdue you should have been in the hall of fame a long time ago we need to get you in the hall of fame as soon as possible unfortunately he didn't get to go in the hall of fame while he was alive hopefully we'll get him in there this year and everything coming up for the next uh next hall of fame next year in 2020 i'm sorry i'm kind of uh really depressed and upset about this uh sad more than anything else because uh, he was a Houstonian over on the southeast side of Houston. One heck of a player. The other uh, Houstonian that's really famous is of course uh, Lester Hayes and uh, he went to Wheatley High School east side of Houston. Anyway it's a really sad day for Raider Nation Cliff. We need to get in the Hall of Fame. You'd always see him over at the Raider image sign and autographs for the fans. Always you know he was quite a character but he was a good guy man. He was a true Raider man. I missed the hell out of them already. God bless you, Cliff. Rest in peace, and go Raiders. Sad day for Raider
1: Nation. That's a good call, Houston. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's when, getting late on us sir. It's yeah. me running this board. I got I got your tongue-tiedness yeah. over here all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got the cops. Next up is Alex from Tucson. Alex from Tucson.
10: What is up, Raider Nation? This is Alex from Tucson. What's up, Mosh? What's up, Murph? Um, just calling in today. I'm no swag, super Jeff. excited and pumped up for the season. Um, I just got my direct TV NFL ticket. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about that. I'm not going to miss any games. Um, one thing I'm really, really looking forward to, and this just came to my head a few minutes ago, I, I can't wait to see if the Raiders are going to do a game where Jonathan Abram is mic'd up live in the game. (laughs) I think he's such an exciting player. I think he's turned out to be a really pleasant surprise. I don't think people were anticipating drafting him, and he's turned out to be one of my favorite draft picks, and I'm just super excited for him. I can't wait to hear him um, mic'd up if they do that. Hopefully they're small enough to do that. And uh second of all, man, I guess it's just really hitting me that the Raiders are going to be leaving Oakland this year. And it's just so crazy because I, I grew up with the Raiders in Oakland. My dad got me into the Raiders, and <clears throat> they're really leaving. I, I can't believe that. So I don't know. I I'm I have, you know, my, my heart breaks for it, but I'm really excited for Vegas too. Hey, um, I was thinking of starting a petition that maybe we can get the Coliseum to play the song Lights by Journey on the last game in Oakland. When the lights go down <laughs> in the city.
1: Come on, Alex!
10: And the sun shines on. I get my lighter out. I got my lighter out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's enough of me singing and getting all mushy on you guys. Go Raiders, and let's do it! Let's do it! 2019 Raiders, let's go!
1: Uh, That was was the first journey by request we've ever had. first first person that's ever sang on Raiders (laughs) fan And he didn't get Googled.
6: No, he did. So, Alex, as much as I love that idea, uh, here's the downside of that. The Giants use that. The San Francisco Giants use that at the end of Giants games. So, there's
1: no way in heck the Raiders are going to play that at the end. There's no way. Unless we had a Metallica version. (laughs) There we go. Hey, next up, Raider 1.
11: Hey, Merck, um, Mosh, and Swag. Jeff, yeah, this is Rader one. I was so hearing you guys praying for me last week, and I'd like to thank you for what you're doing for me. I was, um, you know, cute um, dog and a brother out there in South Carolina. Thank you for your prayers. I heard everything you guys said about me. And um, I, I was just in the hospital. They put could a picture. I think they call it something that goes to your heart. So they can pump medicine right straight to the heart. So because I have an infection, my leg looks like if I got bitten by a rattlesnake. So it looks all messed up, and I never had that before. So I have a doctor coming in, you know, like twice a week. And I'm coming to see me because I have to stay in my bed. And I just wanted to tell you thanks for the prayers, and God bless you guys. I appreciate everything you guys say for me, and I'll do the same for you. I'll keep your prayers. Thank you.
1: All right. Well, I'm glad he's on the road to recovery. Absolutely. Time. Doctors coming in. That's and they they got that infection. We'll uh, we'll definitely keep him in our uh, thoughts and prayers. All Absolutely. Right. Raider My Best off, to you, my friend. Uh, FMM, the Full Metal Mexican.
12: Hey, what's up, everybody? Mosh, Murph, Sonny, Capital Q, Dog nation. So full no metal Mexican John. here. My work, so I gotta make this really quick. Um <laughs> looking forward from work. to uh <laughs> the defense putting up some numbers. That's what I'm really, really, really hoping that is improved. Um I wanna uh I don't mean to be the uh person that brings uh bad news. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only caller that's gonna say this, but uh I was checking out Twitter on uh August the third and uh with uh, heavy hearts, Cliff Branch passed away. Another Raider legend. Joined the godfather, Al Davis, up there in heaven. Just wanted to, uh, you know, reflect on that and think about all the achievements he's done. But on a, a positive note, I just wanted to say that I'm thinking of uh, trying to make it to the, to the home game there in November. I really need to plan this one out. But just wanted to... uh Drop a quick line, Max. Love and respect,
1: Raiders.
6: <laughs> Good stuff, Lino. Nice. With the best. Your, your favorite name?
1: Yeah, Lino. Yeah. I love that guy, man. A full metal Mexican, and I love that he calls from work. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the last, but certainly not least, Rev Raider.
9: What's going on, Murph and Uncle Mosh? Young swaggo. Nice. I call him young because he's like. With his fandom, he's still new in the game. He's, he's going hard with it just like a young, uh, John Abrams. There we go. Uh, I just wanted to give a call, you know, give my thoughts on, uh, the first episode of Hard Knocks. Definitely enjoyed it. You know, of course, us being Raiders fans, I know we loving it. You know, um, I definitely got, got some chills when they started playing the Autumn Wind at the beginning. I was Absolutely. like, yeah, yeah, let's get to it you know, is getting me souped and air. I loved it. Also, I I definitely, definitely after after seeing what happened with Ronald Ollie, he definitely needed to get cut. You know, uh he had that coming. He he was somebody that, that definitely was like kinda of making excuses and not taking accountability for his own actions. If you're a if you're a if you're an undrafted free agent you should be doing everything that you can to make that team, you know. They shouldn't have to tell you to go to the trainer's office. If you hurt, you go, you know. Uh Also, I felt I felt where John Gruden was coming from, and I love the fact that he cut him, you know. It was sad to see it happen, but the, the way he cut him, the way he did, he's setting the standard, you know, and I love that. He's setting the standard, we're not here for the BS. We're here to make it happen. You know, even when he said, We wanna win now, you know, not not wait until we get to Vegas, he said, We wanna win right now. And I love that. Uh also definitely love his candor with uh John A- Jonathan Abrams. He, he was you just telling him you gotta dial it back. I know that's what you wanna do, but you know, gotta have his time. But in the meantime, chill out, youngin, chill out. <laughs> you know? But uh that's all I've got. Definitely enjoyed the first show you know uh
1: always enjoy it all right so man what a night what a night we 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 talked about cliffy and we and we uh gave gave kudos there and and flashback to uh hard knocks and then and then we got into the sea of fans and uh i loved how when patch called and he was talking about uh, abram wasn't very shy and of course he gave condolences just like just about everybody Everybody did did about cliff and and uh, uh historian Steve talked about, you know, a hometown guy and and always comes up with the best stories and the fact that, you know, he was able to meet Cliff at one point. I'm I'm a little jealous there. And then uh uh Alex from Tucson was fired up for the year and came up with a great idea for miking up Abram. I love that. Yes. Uh uh um Juan called us, hadn't called in a while. Uh just you know, our thoughts and prayers are with you again uh, for your road to recovery, and we're glad we can keep you keep you smiling through that. And then, of course, uh, uh, Full Metal Mexican Lino, my guy, calling from work, love that. <laughs> uh, and then Rev Raider, you're 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 Always, rapidly yeah. becoming your, uh, your he's on my Mount Rushmore on, of collars. He's on your Mount Rushmore of collars, you know. And, and, and referring to Young Swago, yeah, and and he compared him to Abram. That was, you know, good kudos for Swaggo. And, and, you know, Rev Raider might've gotten, might've gotten a double bubble here. He Uh might've gotten the Sizzler award two weeks in a row, but he got bumped. What? He got bumped from the Sizzler this week. Uh oh! Because Alex from Tucson oh, sang on the air, baby. Anybody that can get me to pull out the the flashlight on my iPhone in your stupid <laughs> dining room. <laughs> hey, hey, Rev. What do you? What's your favorite song, man? You got you got a call. Uh, you got a call. Well, and, and I think Rev, because
6: he's made reference to this before. I think he's an old school hip hop guy. Oh like, yeah. I think he's he's a he's a rapper. So look. I'm not saying that Alex in Tucson challenged you to a music battle on this show on Raiders Fan Radio, but you know we'll see if your it man could has happen. to take it up. I think. Hey, <laughs> you
2: know,
1: <laughs> I I do want to say that he man he brought up something it was a note that I had written down okay. that I didn't even talk about. What's that? Uh, autumn win. The way that the whole yes, thing started, the and started. then and it was in black and white, yes, dude, man. Yes, absolutely. That just it just gave me chills. Good just the call, start gosh. of the show, and thanks for reminding me of that, Rev. And uh, but anyway, that was so, amazing. So who gets your sizzler? Is it Alex? Alex in Tucson for his journey.
4: Sizzler, 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 sizzler. sizzler.
1: sizzler. All right! Congratulations to Alex
6: and Tucson for this week's Sizzler Award. If you want to contact us here at Raiders Fan Radio 909-345-3346. <laughs> leave us a message. If we, if you, but, but, but. <laughs> if somebody plays it through, <laughs> <laughs> oh heck, you guys know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, everybody we hope it won't be long before we're back on the air on the YouTubes and uh, just keep following us on social media and we'll let you know uh, if not Murph and I'll be back here next Wednesday night for another podcast so hey thanks for listening tonight for Murph this is your old Uncle Mosh and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side don't forget What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless.
10: When the lights go down (laughs) in the city,
1: come on, Alex.
10: And the sun shines on. Get my
1: lighter out. I got my lighter out. All right, that's enough of me singing. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations.
0: Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.